Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Glad to be with you for another week. And I'm so excited, y'all. The podcast has hit 90,000 downloads, and I could not be happier. And just want to say thank you to all of y'all who have started to listen, who have continued to listen, who recommend the podcast to other people. I I really have gotten the most beautiful messages, phone calls, emails, telling me how much uh, the podcast has helped people and inspired them. And, and that's really why I'm doing it. And today I want to talk about how you can stop making C minus decisions when you want an A plus life. Let me ask you this. How many times have you looked back on your life and regretted decisions that you made because you knew that you took the easy way out? How many times did you convince yourself that those mediocre decisions would bring you exceptional results. Look, we've all done that. Somehow convinced ourselves that taking a shortcut, overstaying our welcome in a relationship that didn't serve us, keeping a job that pays us minimum wage just because we're too scared to try something new and maybe we don't believe we deserve a better life than a minimum wage life, Maybe you, like me, have played small just to avoid the growing pains that are necessary to experience so that you can rise up and meet your mightiest self. I know I'm not the only one that can look back on my life and say, I knew it when I did X, that it wasn't right and that it was kind of like a half-assed decision or that I, I wasn't sure, but I did it anyway. And guess what? It backfired for the most part. I should have listened to my gut. I have made many C-minus decisions in my life, and in all honesty, I'm kind of really not proud of them, but I knew that they were subpar decisions, just like you do. But here's the thing. Y'all, I was too scared. I was too concerned about what others would think. I didn't know myself well enough to stand on my own two feet and move forward. When people around me are like, play small, be conservative, take the safe route. I was too fearful that taking a risk would land me square on my ass. But looking back now, I see how purposeful these C-minus decisions were. You see, I needed to make enough of them, and I did plenty of them, y'all. I needed to make enough of them to become tired of living that way. The insight is that insight, knowing that is what has pushed me to make more conscious and honest uh, efforts to look at what is really motivating me when I make a decision. I realized that I did not want to live a mediocre life. I really never have. And I know 
that you don't want to either. I want to live a life, the life that I have now, which is rich in experience, rich in challenges, rich in unique opportunities. I want to keep living that life. And in all honesty, I have committed to myself that I'm not going to settle for mediocrity anymore. Are you still settling for mediocrity? What are you settling for that you know in your heart now, your heart and gut are decisions that you made out of habit, out of fear that you won't get what you want, out of a belief that you don't deserve an amazing life because you've been told that so many times and it's been beaten in your head over your lifetime. Or that you have a belief that you don't deserve better or just aren't one of those lucky people who get everything they want as soon as they focus on it. Why are you still leaving, living a mediocre life when everything you could possibly want and need is right there for the taking? You aren't any different than those people who get what they want, I'm telling you. It's so true. Everybody has an equal playing field, even though the life conditions may be different. You aren't any less deserving. You're not any less fortunate. You're not any less worthy of having an amazing life. Here's the deal, y'all. Those people who you consider lucky in their lives, like everything falls into their lap, they live their lives with this one strategy. I promise you, this is the key to having every single thing that is meant for you to have, this one thing. These people who you consider lucky, right? They have the secret. And the secret is that they absolutely know that what they want to happen will they have a certainty that the vision that they have will absolutely come true. They don't waver. They don't let people uh, outside of them cast doubt. They don't take on other people's fears about what they should and shouldn't do. They don't take on anybody else's shit. They know what they want. They go after it and they're all in. They live, they eat, they breathe achieving what they want. Seriously, that is the secret to manifestation. To live it, to eat it, to breathe it, to feel it, and to know that what you want, in addition to knowing that the universe will always give you what you need, will be as, and it already is. They don't sit and recite mantras with a mindset that they hope their dreams will come true. Because there's no hope when people manifest shit. It's a certainty. Hope, here's the difference between faith and hope. Faith is when you have a certainty beyond you that you don't allow doubt to creep in. Hope is riddled with doubt because there's a question about whether or not it will come true. They feel the truth of what they want as if it already exists because it really does. We make C-minus decisions because, in all honesty, we really don't believe that what we want will happen. That's the long and short of it all, y'all. And you know this. If you really sat back and you're like, yeah, I kind of really know this, if you checked in with yourself, you'd agree. 
And here's another truth, y'all. Nothing happens with hope, like I said. You have to grab life by the reins and steer your life in the direction that you want it to go in. There is no shortcut to anything in life that you want. You got to work for it. You got to commit to it. You got to crave it. It's got to be a must. So you can be homeless on the street. I've heard stories after stories after stories of people who get off their butts and no matter what it takes, they, they incrementally climb their way up. You have to fully participate in making your life the way you want it. Like I said, I know too many people who hope that their life will change, but they keep doing the same shit every single day as if they have no option. So if they don't have any choices, it's not true. They do the same shit expecting a different result. We all know what the word for that is. It's called insanity. And if you practice insanity, you can't complain. There's no moaning about it because the beautiful thing is that you could change that. Recently, I recorded an episode about the crappy side of health of self-care. And in it, I talked about how doing the things that you don't want to do and looking at the things that you don't want to look at actually fall under the umbrella of excellent self-care. These are the necessities. It's not all rainbows and unicorns, bubble baths, and uh, breathing. Mm -mm. After all, dealing with what produces anxiety is a remedy for feeling anxious. You take action, and it will automatically eliminate the anxiety. It gives you an opportunity to build a plan of action to resolve a challenge rather than you just feeling overwhelmed, beat down, and helpless in life. I've known a lot of people who live a C-minus life, and I know that they are far better than the choices they make. Far better. And that includes and included me. So why do we make these ridiculous, easy, uh, under par choices? These ridiculous choices that we know aren't going to move us forward in the direction that we want to go. Why do we take the easy road? Why do you? Why do you avoid what challenges you? I've always been an avid learner, y'all, especially when it comes to human behavior. Now, after almost 30 years in my profession, wondering about why people do what they do really is second nature to me. And thankfully, the gifts I've been given allow me to see shit fast. I can't stop trying to identify what motivates people to do what they do. It's just Emmy and I love it. We all have a past and experiences that we can try to let define us. And some of y'all already have. I've done it. And then I've stopped doing it. But my question to you is, how are you letting your past experiences define who you are and determine of what you are capable? I've taught many times in these podcasts and, and told y'all that I will not let my experiences make me into an unhappy person. That's the difference when I say, how do you let your experiences define you? If, you, if those experiences that happen to you that, that are painful and you, that, that you allow to make you feel bad and weak and helpless, that's where you screw up. 
But if you use them and you allow them to define you as a victor, as somebody who works hard, who pushes beyond those limits of pain, that's the beauty of letting your experiences define you. I refuse to be unhappy. I will not sit in the shithole of all of the shit that's happened in my life. I will not. It's a miserable being there. And I, used, I, I spent too many years of my life being miserable. I really do use every single experience I have in my life to my benefit because I know if I don't, I'm just going to feel the yucky of it. I pay attention to every feeling that I have. I don't like it all the time. And sometimes I don't always understand the, the message of my feelings, but I work hard to do that. And I use, if y'all, if y'all don't recall, if you haven't listened to um, the episode, is called Who's at Your Emotional Table? I believe that's what it's called. Go back and listen to that. It's one of the best ones I've done. And I'm telling you the strategies in there will shift you from hating what you feel to being able to love the fuck out of what you feel and use it. So I really, uh, I really embrace everything that I feel because I know there's reason for it. I don't have contempt for those feelings anymore. And I don't let little Janice uh, rule my life with her emotions. I love her. And I want you to love that little part of you that may be scared, that may feel alone and lonely, may feel like you don't have anybody in your corner. You may feel like your child states like, we don't have anybody to guide us, so we, could, we should just feel bad. No, I don't want you to do that. I want you to really love that little part of yourself that needs you to love him or her. Once you do that and you create a sense of safety, for that little part of yourself, you're not going to make those C-minus decisions anymore because your little self is going to know that uh, he or she can trust you completely to make solid, strong decisions. I want to feel happy. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel fulfilled and expansive every day and as much as possible. If I didn't choose that, I'd continue to make those mediocre C-minus decisions that I made so many years ago and so often. We make C-minus decisions because we're not invested in our own lives. We're more invested in feeling downtrodden, helpless, and sad and lonely. And I don't say that critically. I say that because I know that's the truth of it. I've been there. We make those mediocre decisions because we're not truly motivated by our lives. We make those half-assed decisions because we don't believe that we have a compelling future, a driving force that calls us to step up to our lives every day. I meet people all the time in, in my work. They call me, I just want to find out my path and purpose because, you know, my life is kind of okay, but I don't feel driven by anything. If this is how you're living your life, where you're just bored out of your mind with your life. And you're like uh, Bill Murray, who in Groundhog Day, reliving the same day over and over and over again. My heart goes out to you, and I feel sorry for you in all honesty, that you're settling for that, settling for that shit. I really do. It may sound really horrible and harsh to me 
to say that to you. But y'all know by now, I do not sugarcoat a thing. If you were in front of me, I would be saying the same thing to you. I wish somebody when I was, you know, in my 20s or my 30s sat me down and said, girl, you got more power in your pinky finger to change your life than you do uh, in any other uh, part of your body that I'm a force to be reckoned with. So are you. You're allowing your life to beat you down and you don't deserve that. I want you to have all the opportunities that you dream of. You deserve a life where you not only feel plugged in completely, but you know that you're a full participant in creating an amazing life for yourself. You know when you fall short. Sometimes it's hard to be all out all the time. And I'm not saying be brutal with yourself, but you know when you're being complacent and you know when you're being half-assed. Imagine the role model you could be for others in your life just by being, maybe not having the intention to be a role model, but just by living a life that's so fucking awesome that people are look to you and they go, how are you doing that? How are you so peaceful and happy and filled with light? How are you like that? I want that. I crave that. I salivate for that. Can you imagine changing your life so that that happens? I have compassion for those of you who are financially struggling. I get it. Been there, done that. It's scary. And when we don't have enough money, it's hard to trust. It's hard to have faith that uh, we can recover and have financial safety. And when you don't know how you're going to make ends meet and you're all alone and you got no, uh, nobody to fall back on and you can't pay your bills and your debt's piling up, it's horrible. I know it. I know how hard life can be when you're worried and wondering if you can even afford food to eat. I get it. And I also know that there are thousands of people who when they reach their moment of I can't live this way any longer, that intolerable pain, and they say, I have to change my life or I'm going to die. I cannot stand this pain. They open themselves up to guidance and they get off their asses and they make changes every day. They can be incremental. They can be small. And then they can make massive change, but they do it. People change their lives all the time, and it has to start with how the story you tell about your life. If you're making C-minus decisions, look at why you are. I know that you already know why, and I can tell you this. The only way you're going to start making A-plus decisions is when you have an excitement for your life. You don't have to know the how. But it's important to know the why you want to get out of pain. And if being, being uh, where you are right now isn't painful enough, then all you are is uncomfortable and you're not ready for change. So quit bitching about your life. Live it. Live C-. minus. You'll know you, you've been at times in your life where you can't, uh, you can't eat that shit food anymore and gain more weight and you know something's got to change, or you can't keep throwing money away uh, 
on needless things because you're struggling financially and you need to shore up your budget or get another job or figure out some other avenue to earn income or where you're like convincing yourself that you're too old to go back to school, that you can't write that book, that you are not uh, a positive, positive enough influencer to show up fully for other people and help at least one person. The only way you're going to start making A-plus decisions is when you have an excitement for your life. When you decide to be your best friend, your most avid supporter, and go kick ass and take names. What kind of life would light you up inside? Without limitations, think about it. Forget about this reality you've created for yourself where I can't because, or it won't happen because, that's bullshit. I'm telling you, what's your dream and vision for your life? Forget about who tells you you can't. I don't want you to listen to them. I want you to listen to what's inside of you. I want you to write that down. I want you to write down. I want you to take time. Shut your phone off. Shut your TV off. And I want you to sit down and write all of the details down of your dream life. I don't care how extravagant it is. I don't care if right now you can't put rub two pennies together, but you say, I want to travel the world. I want to learn how to cook. I want to meet the love of my life. I want to be happy. I want you to write all of that down. Every single detail. Get it out of your head. Because once you write it on paper, it becomes real. And then you can look at it and you can think about it and you can feel it. And, and you can start telling that story. Then take steps each day to get closer to that reality. And you're like, well, I don't know what first steps to take. You sit in silence for a little bit and you say, okay, God, show me what to do now. What's the first step right now? And God may say, go to the bathroom. God may say, all of a sudden you might feel an urge to uh, go call somebody, or you might feel an urge to go get a drink of water or go wash your hands. That's the first step. And then you say, okay, what's my next step, God? And then you keep going with that. Call somebody. Even a stranger in the profession that you want to have, call them, talk with them, ask questions about how they got there and what they needed to do to be living that life. Then figure out how you can do that. You don't need to recreate the wheel. Somebody's done what you want to do. Find them. Talk to 10 of them. If you have to call 50 people and nobody responds except for one, keep going. Find out what lights you up and go after that. No matter what it takes, make those decisions that are a little bit harder, that cause you excitement and stress, go do those things. Because I want you to have the life that you can feel proud of because I know there's a part of your life, if not most of it, for some, that you feel embarrassed about, that you wish were different, that you regret, Go change that now because you can't wish for a better past is done. So stop punishing yourself and move forward. I hope that you'll begin to have faith in yourself after listening to this episode because I have faith in you. I remember 
uh, probably about 20 years ago. I was struggling, and I was at work one day, and I went and sat down with this lovely lady. She's just still one of the, the, the most beautiful souls I've ever met. And I was struggling, and I was sharing with her what was going on. She said one thing to me that truly changed my life, that nobody else since, well, that's not true. Yes, they have. But since then, people have said it. But I needed to say it to me first. But she told me. And you know what she said? She said, Janice, I have faith in you. I believe in you that what you want to accomplish, you'll accomplish. And I sat back in that chair and I was absolutely dumbfounded. It hit me so sweetly. I'm like, God, somebody I don't have to struggle on. There's really somebody out there that watches me, that sees me, that believes in me. How amazing. And that's all I needed to get back up and move forward. And I'm giving that to you. I mean it. I love you. I want you to have the life you deserve and have faith that you can do that. I hope you'll begin today to embody the life that you know is deserving of you, not the other way around. Because you're absolutely amazing. I hope you have a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.